quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. When our kids are born, we have expectations as to how our family will interact. What we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most. We are here for the parent who feels like they've tried it all, for the parent who feels like they have to yell to be heard, for the parent who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day. We are here for you. We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We are Peace in Parenting. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Peace in Parenting podcast. I'm Gemma and I'm here with Michelle today and we're going to talk about rewards. Yes, rewards and also a lot of people say positive reinforcement and then the other thing really is it's just bribery. Yeah. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yes. But yes, it's bribery, rewards, positive reinforcement. They're all kind of the same thing. They just get repackaged with a new name and a shiny brand new chart. Yeah, to make them sound better. <laughs> yeah, and we, we we got questions about this. Um, yeah. Yeah. The one my a good friend sent me was reward charts, like sticker charts, and yeah, he would be motivated by the charts, and then eventually they would wear off, and he was not yeah. motivated anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I went through that same thing. I thought um, after yelling and timeouts and taking things away and punishing and all that stuff didn't work, I was like, I got to use something more positive. So I thought, oh, I'll do positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. And um, it was really reminiscent of, you know, what was taught when I got my teaching credential a lot of positive reinforcement and it was like, you know, star charts and that whole thing. Are grades positive reinforcement? That's exactly right. Okay. And Alfie Cohen, who writes a book called um, Punished by Rewards, mm-hmm. and he talks about the downfall of good job, A's, praise and positive reinforcement. And they're all kind of the same exact thing, just a little, just a different variation of the same exact thing with the same kind of um, pitfalls. And so what I did was I bought that Melissa and Doug really beautiful wood star chart. And I was like, oh, this is going to be that this is going to be it. I'm going to be able to get everybody to do stuff, clean room and be kind and, you know, put your toys away. And so I bought the chart and I put it up in Esme's room. And so at first she would work really hard to get the stars and that was enough. But soon then she realized the stars became less and less important. And she ended up giving up because, you know, she wouldn't get a star or she didn't really want the star. And so then we said, okay, well, if you get so many stars, then you can get a prize. And so then she would work really hard to get the prize, but she needed a certain amount of stars to get the prize. And then she, if if in a week she didn't get enough stars, then she didn't get the prize. Then it was no motivation to behave all the time because she wasn't getting the stars or the prize. So it became really, really complicated for us. And the entire thing was so hard to manage. We didn't know what behavior to reward. And then we were taking stars off when behavior was bad. And it was just like, ugh. and ultimately it's just, you know, we're externally motivating a kid to do something. We're saying, we'll give you this carrot. We'll give you this praise. We'll give you this attaboy. We'll give you the star, whatever it is, if you do this behavior and what the kids get motivated for is the reward They really want the reward, but what they're ignoring is the behavior. They're not really changing the behavior because they want to internally change the behavior authentically. What they're doing is changing the behavior just to get the goodie. And so we're not really changing behavior. 
And we're just telling them like, we're manipulating you into behaving. Mm-hmm. We're, we're coercing you into changing your behavior by giving you a goodie. And in that, we're also telling him this behavior isn't that important because it's only worth a cookie or it's only worth a star. But that behavior is really important. It really is important to do as your parents ask you to do and to be motivated to complete things. And so what we want is we want the internal motivation. We want them to choose to do the right thing just because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do to clean your room. It's the right thing to do to be kind to your brother or sister. We shouldn't have to reward that kind of behavior. I say the same thing with chores. With people, a lot of people will say, well, I give my kids money for chores. I was going to say, yeah. And that's the ultimate bribery. We just give money if we want to give money, but we expect chores to be done regardless. You're part of this household. We we have rules and we have chores. And those things should be done because because you want to do them and because you're part of this, this household. Mm-hmm. And so the only way we can get internal motivation, the only way we can get kids to say, yeah, I want to do my chores or I, I want to help out in the house or I want to be kind to everybody. I, I, I want to do the right thing is by motivating them through connection. And if we can get connected to them and we can show them, you know, I'm on your side. I see you. I hear you. I'm endeared to you. They will return the favor. And that's what we want instead of using rewards and manipulations to get kids to behave or comply or whatever it is that we're motivating them to do. A lot of times people use it also for homework. You know, they want kids to do their homework and so they'll bribe them to do their homework. And what I say to that is, you know, let them fail too. Let them, let them not do their homework and let them figure that part out. If they have homework, they're old enough to figure that out. And maybe they'll have to go a few times where they don't do their homework and they, and the, the natural consequences, they got to end up talking to their teacher, you this know, and anxiety, just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Thinking if it was me, like days when I wouldn't do my homework, I like wanted to die because I was so yeah. worried about what was going to happen. <laughs> totally. And then, you, and you know, I'll say to that my kids, people will be like, I don't want to do my homework. I'm like, then don't do it, sweetie. You don't have to do your homework. That's your choice. Do you really say that? Then does she do it? She'll get some, you know, she's a couple of times waited until the very last minute. And she only had to do that a couple of times where that didn't feel good to her. Yeah. And so then the next time she did it and now I'll just say, okay, this homework's on you. We have a special time. We have dinner. We have bath. We have this. We have that. You have to fit your homework in. Where are you putting it? And if she can't figure it out, sometimes she'll, you know, not not do it or not complete it correctly or whatever. And 90% of the time now she figures it out because she doesn't like that feeling. Yeah. But you gave her that skill to like be able to handle that as an but adult it's hard. age 10. <laughs> it's hard to watch them fail though. You know, yeah. and that's another good episode is like watching our, letting our kids fail yeah, and letting them, you know, be okay with that. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. ByHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. ByHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, 
GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. My book, Unpunished, is finally here. It is my journey into connected parenting, the idea of perfection and how it nearly took me down as a mom. I give you my best thinking around how to be a connected parent and the insights that I've discovered over the last 12 years of this incredible journey. I'm giving my book away for free, plus shipping and handling. So go to unpunished.com and get yours today. We're shipping domestically and we're also shipping internationally. Um, the other, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. Oh, well, I was going to say we went through ISR. I think it's infant swim rescue. Do you know what that is? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Where they flip on their back. Yes. Where they float in the water. So we put the boys Mm -hmm. in, they're like timid, but also adventurous where like they want to try everything, but they just need connection before they feel comfortable to do it. And so Mm -hmm. I researched and I was like, they need to learn how to swim. Like there's too many drowning things. So I signed them up for this class. And it was all based on rewards and like, mm-hmm. I would say bribes. Like I, it was just everything that I don't do. And so they were like mm-hmm. shocked when they went into it. And the woman broke the trust day one because I put mm-hmm. Jonah in. Jonah couldn't wait. He's only two. He was like, I want to go first. Put him in. He was so excited. He was going to do whatever she said. And then she immediately flipped him on his back and put his head in the water. And he was like, no, no, no. This is like not what I do. You know, because she didn't establish any trust with him. And then. Yeah. He was screaming and she kept saying, if you stop screaming, I'll give you a sticker. If you stop screaming, you'll get two stickers. Like, and he was like, huh? Like he did not respond to that at all because he's not used to Mm -hmm. rewards. And so we ended up pulling him out. We did it for two weeks and it just didn't work. But then I took everything I learned from her and did it myself in the pool with them, like at their pace. And we used connection and they told me like when they were ready and we made games out of it. And now they both do it. Like, yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, just kind of goes to show like they they would be silent, like she would say, stop screaming and you'll get a sticker and they would be silent. But you could see in their body like they were terrified they weren't being silent because. They well, and they probably it. couldn't achieve the goal. They right. probably couldn't do it for her because they were so shocked. Yeah. And not feeling relaxed. Yeah. It was just yeah. hard to watch that. It made me nervous for school because I don't want somebody to try to reward my. Like that's not well, it's we funny operate. you should say that because, you know, we had this whole school thing where um, in second grade, Esme had this teacher who had the um, classroom commerce going yeah. on where you would get points um, when you were good and you get points taken away when you're bad and you could use your points to buy things at the end of the year and so she came home the first week and was like my teacher hates me and I was like why because I didn't get as many points as so and so and I was like oh boy here we go and so she was working so hard to get the points that she was like a paralyzed person in her seat like she's like mommy when I picked her up when I have to go to the bathroom so bad I go why didn't you go because if you go pee you have to use points and I was like oh my gosh um no no (laughs) this is not no no we can't have this and so it was really hard because she was really uptight and tense and she would come home and explode because she was being so you know manipulated at school really bad and it pushed her deep into like being uptight and I'm sure it pushed other kids into being really misbehaving because they never got the points, right? And so what are the, what motivation do they have? Because they're at zero constantly. And so 
you know, we see this all the time and, and it's, it's not helpful for kids. So when we can use connection instead, when we can, you know, come with love and come with kindness and all of these things, as opposed to coming with, um, manipulations and rewards and rewards are just punishments disguised as something they aren't, Mm -hmm. but they really are just a punishments. And if you read Alfie Cohen's book, he says that even about A's and um, grades and tests and all of that stuff too. And school's a tough one to navigate. Um, but um, our kids do it and they adjust and they figure it out. And Esme did figure it out. She finally said after a couple of weeks, after crying every day, a couple of weeks, she said, I'm just going to take my teacher for who she is, mom. At second grade, oh she said gosh, that. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> and I said, you know what? We don't care about those points anyways. I said, what's the biggest prize? And she said, I don't know, something like some dumb thing I'm like well let's go buy it right now you already got it oh in my, my book <laughs> you know it's like let's take it right off the table yeah. <laughs> you already got the prize um it wasn't like was easy but with KK when I he is a sugar addict and I would offer him one M&M he could pick whatever color if he would just pee on the potty and it never anything I think it worked maybe like twice and then he was like nah Mm-hmm. I'll get the chocolate for free another time. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, there and and every kid responds differently. Yeah, some ignore it, some are obsessed with it, yeah. some fight against it. Yeah, so it's kind of everything. But I can't recommend Alfie enough. And let's link his book in our show notes. What I think is, that's. Did he write the other one, the No Drama Discipline, or is that somebody different? No, that's Dr. Dan Siegel, but he's that lovely too. too. He wrote um, Punished by Rewards, and he also wrote Positive. Um, parenting. Oh, okay. um, and he's an educator and he's really well researched. So everything he talks about is based in science. Mm-hmm. And so he's of the mind, like nobody can argue with me because I have all the science <laughs> behind me and he's really irreverent and I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, I like that though. I need the science. Like I need to understand why the brain is going to respond to this because I feel like, I mean, school was so stressful for me. I was a straight A. I had above a 4.0. Like I always was worried about my grades, like to the Mm -hmm. point where I would cry, you know, like if it was a big project and I felt like I was doing it wrong, I would like freak out, redo the whole thing. And Mm -hmm. now I look back and I'm like, why, like what? So now I can say I had a 4.0. Like why did that matter to me? We say in our, well, we've been going to a school that doesn't have grades, Um, they just have narratives and, but we've, I've said to the girls, like, I don't care about grades. In fact, when I get their, um, standardized testing, I don't show it to them and I, I never let them know any of it. I feel like it doesn't matter. I feel like they're in competition, you know, and make it harder on yourself. Yeah. So I let them, you know, and they do really well though. They do really, really well because they, you know, they, they want to. Mm KK does that with like setting the table. He wants to do it. Like he's somehow yeah. internally motivated. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe he's hungry, but I ask him to set the table and he sets the table. And every time I ask and he says yes, I'm like, how did I get him to do that? Like, I really don't know. Connection, Gemma. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know, but like, it's just crazy that if you ask him to do something, he will do it. Amazing. <laughs> People are listening right now being like, oh my gosh, yes, please. <laughs> compliance yeah jonah not quite yet we're still working on him but (laughs) well he's a itty bitty i know he's pretty good for the most part him i use a lot of play for like getting him to do stuff you know like he doesn't even really understand that i'm asking him to do something because we're playing through it and he's getting yeah that's good 
That's really good. Um, so the other um, positive reinforcement that we sometimes don't think about is saying good job. And a lot of us really rely on good job to um, tell our kids how we feel about what they're doing. It's almost like a disservice. It's almost like they show something like, oh, good job. Like you just pat them on the head and that's it. It's not a very engaging kind of conversation. So um, instead of doing that, we can say things like, oh, it looks like you really used a lot of magenta in your picture. What were you thinking? How, what was your process? Oh, I like that you, you know, used extra space on this project to make it look really neat. Like get engaged in a conversation around what they're doing. The other downfall to good job is that when you say good job to one kid, when there are numerous kids, this is really applicable in the classroom too, is that the other kids don't feel like you're you're seeing them or hearing them or noticing them because the other the kid with who's receiving the good job is getting the attention. Mm-hmm. And so it can be almost a punishment for the kids who aren't receiving the good job, especially if you're using good job all the t- time to motivate. I know when I was teaching elementary school, I'd say, I like the way so-and-so is sitting on the rug. Oh, I like the way so-and-so is sitting on the rug. And then everybody would sit on the rug because they wanted me to say, I like the way so-and-so is sitting on the rug. But yeah. you know darn well there were kids in that classroom that were not receiving the, I like the way you're sitting on the rug. And they would go home every day saying, Miss Kenny never tells me she likes the way I'm sitting on the rug. That's what I was just thinking. Like when the good job is missing, it's like so demoralizing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really smart. Jimmy, you're smart. So other stuff, anything else on positive reinforcement or rewards or um, bribes or any of that? If you have questions about it, please email us and find us and um, ask us because we're happy to answer. And um, we always need new questions for our upcoming episodes so yeah we definitely do do away with the sticker charts and find a school without grades that's my new mission in life i'm gonna start researching Uh (laughs) uh-huh yep do it okay well we'll be back next week send us a question if there's anything you really want to know we're here for it and you can find us at you can find me at peace and parenting la.com and um I'm always, you know, teaching classes online through Zoom and teaching the six-week course for couples or for individuals. And um, we have a lot of good stuff coming down the line. So be on the lookout for yes, your new goodies. Everyone needs to be watching your Instagram. <laughs> yes, there's a lot on my Instagram. I'm ch- it's chock full of stuff. So check that out every day. It's um, and I have an IGTV now that I just started, yes. and so. A few days a week, I'll put a little video on there. I feel like people listen to the video more or watch the video more because it's kind of easier than reading a whole long post. So mm-hmm. that's a really simple way to kind of get a little three-minute thing every day. Your daily dose, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be okay. back. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Congratulations to Katie T, who's the winner of the free consult um, with me. She gets a 30-minute free consult because we did a drawing for all those people that um, commented last episode. So thank you so much. And I'm looking so forward to speaking with her. And um, we're so happy to... Well, maybe we'll do a drawing again. Who knows? Yeah, we should. In a few weeks, we should do it again. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.